the Six Nations and this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Why Wales fans should be optimistic. A young squad, true. A young captain, of course. But Wales coach Warren Gatland's optimistic. And he certainly knows what he's talking about. We'll also hear from the Wales under-20s camp. But naturally we start with the new Wales captain, David Jenkins. The youngest Wales captain since Sir Gareth Edwards was named to lead Wales in 1968 against Scotland on February the 3rd in Cardiff. A spooky coincidence, but Wales won that one, so maybe there could be a precedent after all. But back to the modern day, David Jenkins gave this reaction to the news. Yeah, it's a dream come true really. Probably not sunk in yet. When we have the first game and we're into games, it'll start flowing a bit more. But yeah, definitely a special day for me and my family. What was the call like last week? Yeah, it was a bit of a surprise really. I was in Exeter in the club and I had a call from a number I didn't have. And then Gats obviously said who it was and so you're just going along with it really. You don't really, not too sure if it's actually him or just one of the boys playing a prank. We have a few other Welsh boys down there, Joe Hawkins. I, I um, compared the number to him and we confirmed it. So, <laughs> But obviously you're still shaking. One of the boys could have gone on my phone and changed the number. But, uh, but yeah, I spoke to him. Pretty convinced it was him coming off the call. After I put the phone down, a few of the boys were around me and asking me who it was, and I was a bit, a bit skeptical about it. But yeah, I was shaking after. Yeah, it was, it was class. Those attributes, I wouldn't say come to you easily, but it's something you, you like doing on the pitch. Well, it's, it's definitely something I've got used to, especially um, Rob giving me the captaincy down extra. It's obviously nice to have before this role, and hopefully. We're doing pretty decent down there, so hopefully take that into into the national squad. And other people in the opposition are leaders as well, such as Will and, and Adam Beard, who's done it on, on a regional level. Yeah, they're both class leaders as well. Still just trying to learn off them as much as I can, as, as well as the other leaders in, in the team. It's really just a, a team effort with the leadership group. Obviously, nines and tens have a lot to say about our attacking shape and things. But yeah, it's, it's definitely... Nice to be learning off all of them. Can I just ask you about your influences maybe throughout your career so far who has had the greatest impact, you know, down at Both Hall and, and so on. You, you spoke about your grandfather <coughs> last week being in the same team as none other than Sir Gareth. Yeah, my, my mum's dad played in uh, the same team as Gareth Edwards, Welsh schoolboys. He went on to play for Aberavon and obviously my, my old man played for Slanathley. Yeah, there's been loads of different influences. My mum was a massive part growing up, taking me everywhere, feeding me. And then, obviously, I went to Hartbury College. That had a massive impact on my career. You're training like a pro from the age of 16, so well, it definitely helps. And then obviously, down Exeter, they've, they've taken me to the next level with the coaches there. So I wouldn't say there's one that stands out, but it's just a lot of clever people along the way helping me out. Warren so far has spoken about an eye on four years' time. You can, you can see that. The inexperience in the squad, the youth, there's certainly an emphasis on that. Does that make it easier for yourself? Um, well, I think a lot of people have written us off already, which is a dangerous thing to do for us. Obviously, with the young squad, they wouldn't be in there if they weren't talented enough and, and Gats didn't think they could do a job. So, yeah, really looking forward to the Six Nations and we're pushing for wins, but obviously the performances as well to back that up and hopefully the Welsh public can get behind the performances. Dad, what's your, what's your captaincy style like? I'm not a great talker in, in terms of the group. It's easier said than done, but I like trying to lead by, by on the field and around the training pitch. 
obviously, like I said earlier, the the nines and tens are great great talkers. Um, obviously, the other leaders within the team. So I just try to do my bit on the pitch, and hopefully, people f- follow me. You've um, captain exit in some big games, like winning out in too long, captaining in those sort of big Champions Cup games. It's going to stand you in good stead, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, those Champions Cup games, high pressure environment. But yeah, down next, they're a really good culture and it's class to be playing with them boys week in, week out and something we're looking to develop here as well. Have you set yourself any goals or is it one game at a time? Uh, yeah, we, we've said just focusing on one game at a time. Obviously, if we beat Scotland, it's going to put us in, in a great stead. Winning that first game in the Six Nations always does. I think a lot of people are underestimating what this team can do and they have in the past as well. And as a country, we've proven it people wrong time and time again in, in other sports as well. So yeah, really looking forward to it. How do you command the respect at such an early age, not just with, the, with your own team, but with the opposition? The truth is, you, you don't really know when you have respect. I think you try and respect through your actions, like before. There's no point telling other people to do stuff when you're not doing it yourself. So, Similar to Jack and Dewey in the World Cup, I think they led by example perfectly on the pitch through the way they were playing. They were probably the best two on the park most games. Yeah, if I could do that, I'd be over the moon. Wales are having a bit of a rebuild. Exeter have gone through that with all the players you lost. Well, I think the similarities were that it was really exciting through the pre-season in Exeter. Obviously, the new faces in. Boys don't really know what to expect. I feel like, obviously, there's some younger boys there who are in the same boat, but we have some experience as well, like George, Josh Adams and Will and, and Beardy as well, to set the standards and know where we have to be. Of course, he's a young captain and coach Warren Gatland is looking for a bit of a new start. But he's been encouraged by the number of young players getting chances with the Welsh regions this season. Yeah, I think that's um, the thing that I'm most excited about, all the four regions. And some of those youngsters, they're, they're going through a learning process and obviously probably the results aren't there yet at the moment. But I'm seeing some some development and some progress in those youngsters. And that, that's really exciting. That's why we're exposing a few of those youngsters at the moment, sort of... Uh, looking through the next cycle of the next World Cup, but also making sure that uh, we give them the, the opportunity to develop some experience through the Six Nations and summer tours over the next few years. So, yeah, look, it's, it's a bit of doom and gloom, and people can sort of take that narrative, but I don't see it like that. I see it as a, a chance to reset some of the regions financially with the union and support of the union, and these youngsters are getting opportunities now, the young 19, 20, 21 year olds that wouldn't have had the chance in the past and, and are starting to come through. And that's why we've seen some of them and selecting them, some of them in the squad um, for the Six Nations. With some players, you look at them and you see there's a, there's a chance to develop them out of all the tier one nations with the smallest playing base. So we kind of, when we see some talent, we've got to sometimes expose them before they're quite ready. But then you're looking to see if you can fast track them and it's it's not about age or experience, it's about encouraging that, that talent to develop. From the rugby you've watched since the World Cup, have you noticed any trends within the club matches and regional matches that you think might follow through into the Six Nations, whether as a consequence of South Africa's victory or unrelated? Um, probably the one of the biggest things that I've probably noticed is that uh, from an attacking perspective, just, just really how good defences are. I mean, defences are, they're able to adapt and change pretty quickly because you see the pitches and then you practice the pitches and that. And so if you look at probably the start of it was the All Blacks against Ireland in the World Cup when they went through all those phases and the phases and you look the way that the All Blacks defended and they defended 
are holding their zones very much and Island played a lot of short passes there out the back and, and by doing that you're trying to get someone to, to step in or to come out of alignment and, and that for a year or two, a, number, a couple of years has been pretty successful and that's where teams have been able to create space and do those sorts of things and probably from the All Blacks and you're seeing that at the moment is that teams defensively are, are doing a pretty good job at, at not getting caught out from from those sorts of players and so it becomes another challenge for us as coaches you know what's the next thing how do we show different pitches to try and catch out teams to make mistakes defensively um that's the way the game's continuing to evolve so that's probably from a defensive point of view one of the biggest things that i've seen i still think that kicking's had a has got, still got a significant part to play in the game in, in terms of a number of things it's, it's kicking to create space to stop line speed but probably one of the unfortunate not unfortunate things but there's still a big stat that shows how much kicking in the game does influence the results of you know particularly of big matches and it's probably it's getting that balance right between teams having the confidence to keep the ball into play and to create space and and versus not taking the risk and, and playing territory so that's definitely probably some one of the things that we need to consider or to work within the laws of the game or how things are refereed so in the game to to make it a little bit more attractive for the fans uh, you know particularly in big games when you when you're playing in front of big crowds and in front of a big television audience too a lot of young players can you just talk about that that uncapped five players and, and what they'll bring if they do get their chance in particular looking at the back row injuries uh, Mackenzie Martin and, and Alex Mann yeah, I, I think with Mackenzie and Alex are probably two players that have been given opportunities that may not in the past have come their way and I've definitely been impressed with Alex in terms of his work rate and you know, some of the things that he's done and, and with Mackenzie as well some of his attacking stuff and ball carrying he's come and given, been given a chance with Cardiff and and really caught our eye so we're, we're excited by those two players and with some of these players we've hung our sort of hat on on them and we need to sort of persevere with them and then we've got looking at the type five I think the way the game's evolving is that you need a type five that can obviously do the set piece but the game's about mobility and about these like forwards getting around the field and that becomes pretty important and then cam as well with cardiff has been playing fullback he's come from under 20s program and and he's been playing some really really good rugby and we've seen some real progress in him as well as, as a player so you look there's some youngsters that like i said haven't had a huge amount of rugby we haven't had a lot of experience and it's uh, making sure that we give them the best opportunity that we that we stick with them. You don't you don't always get it right, and I've probably been quite lucky in the past that we've been quite successful in identifying some young players. And but that doesn't close the door on any other youngsters as well. And so the thing is that these players that are playing at regional level get out there and put your hand up and, and get noticed. And if you do that, then you potentially got a chance of of coming into us. So this is a feeling of a bit of a new broom, and that means changes for the likes of skills coach Neil Jenkins. Yeah, it's, it's different. There's no doubt in that. Certainly from my perspective, um, we're a long time bigs, halfers, these type of guys who have been involved with myself, especially with kicking, obviously retired and, and finished. So it is a little bit different, but again, it's exciting on the, on the flip side as well. So a lot of young talent, a lot of new talent, a little bit with me and generally throughout the squad. So yeah, I think it's... Uh, yeah, we're, we're all pretty excited and I think the guys have been going pretty well. Most of the guys have been selected, playing at a high standard, I feel, in certain games. So, yeah, it's, it's something we can look forward to. I think expectations always are within ourselves. You know, we always believe that we can uh, prove ourselves and I think most 
people have written us off already, there's no doubt in that. But it's not something we tend to worry about. I think we'll back ourselves to get ourselves right. We know it's going to be a tough tournament. We're not under no illusions with that. But again, um, we've got some good talent in this squad and a little bit of experience as well. We've been there and done it. So um, you can only look forward to the games, can't you? And it's a big game for us a week Saturday, there's no doubt in that. However, is there a balance to be had this year? Because it is the first year of four, if you like. We'll be doing our utmost to win, I can assure you. Uh, I don't think we tend to worry about anything else. Look, the first game is it's the first game and the most important thing for us. And, you know, we need to work hard between now and then to get ourselves right, to get ourselves to a certain point to, to beat a very good Scotland side. We have no doubt in that. They're going to be a settled side, they're a good side. They've shown that in, in the last few years, so it's going to be a tough game for us. But again, you know, I'd like to think when we are right, you know, it might be tough to beat as well. So uh, we've got to work hard towards that get ourselves in a good position to show that on the day, a week Saturday. How has it been for yourself? You've been working with two of the best kickers in the world for 10, 15 years. Strange feeling this year that they're not there. It is a little bit different, I'm not going to lie. It is a little bit different than obviously with the retirement of, of certainly Dan and Lee, people who have been around for a long, long time since they're in academy, you know, 15, 16 years of age. So spent an awful lot of time with them boys throughout their careers from when they first started in the academy to playing test football, to representing the Lions. So uh, I've been quite lucky in that regard. But, you know, I said we've got some good young talent here as well. I know Sam obviously has been involved with us uh, with the World Cup and prior in some campaigns. And he's working extremely hard. And Johan Lloyd's obviously shown some great form. We know how good a player Johan is. He's been in with us before. So, and obviously Kai as well, so just from that perspective. But again, three very, very good players and working hard to obviously prove themselves at this level. The three times you've got very talented players, but how tough will it be you know, for them to sort of cope with the pressure? Because obviously, as, as you remember, when you were playing, you know, you do one or two mistakes and everybody's on your back. Yeah, it can happen. I've no doubt in that. But I think, I think probably it's a little bit different in this generation to certainly when I was playing. At the end of the day, these boys, are, you know, they know nothing else really than being professional. Sam's already shown that he's more than capable to play at this level. We've already seen that with us in the World Cup, and um, you know, he's already experienced some games. And, and Yose has been, you know, I, I know Yose has played Test football. It was a few years ago, yes, and he's grown no end since then. There's no doubt in that. You know, this time at Bristol, and now with the Scarlets, playing ten and fifteen talented player so hey mistakes will happen it's part and parcel of the game life happens and it's how you go about it really how you respond to it your next job is the most important thing and you know learning from what you've just did quickly uh, and moving on quickly so um, you know I'm sure these boys will look forward to the experience that comes their way in, in the coming weeks and uh, whoever starts whoever plays you know it's a fantastic experience for them and I'm sure they'll make the most of it and enjoy it. Talked about outside half, one of your other positions, fullback. Can I just ask who's fitting in training and looking in good shape for that? Yeah, the guys, uh, say Josh has been in training, Cam just started doing a little bit today. Kai's there, obviously, Johan can play 15 as well. So we've got quite a few players looking at that as well. So we'll interchange as the, as the days go on and we'll just you know make a call on that uh, come next week as well. So we just want to try and get everyone up, up to speed, fit, training, and obviously up for selection. So um, we'll see how that goes. 22 years since Scotland won in Cardiff, you've been involved in almost all of those. What's been the key? Um, more often than over time we've been a tough side to beat the Cardiff I know we didn't win our games last year and there's a lot of things went on last year in the Six Nations that everybody knows about but again I think it's, it's backing ourselves at home we've got a fantastic stadium fantastic support um, I know we're full well that we, you know, we're more than capable of doing the job if we're right and we're on the money and that's the thing that we've got to focus on between now and next Saturday is getting everything in place that we need to get in place to give us a chance to win in that test match we know it's going to be tough it's going to be tight but again uh, I'd like to think if we're on it and we play as well as we can play we've got a very good chance of winning Neil, can I just ask, because from a human element from coaching, what it's like to have Rob Howie back within the world setup? Yeah, oh look, Rob's an outstanding coach. Uh, he's a very close friend of mine, as I'm assuming most of you guys would know anyway. 
Um, we've known each other for a long time, you know, from mini rugby's all the way through, and we played together, coached together. So yeah, he's, he's massive for us as far as I'm concerned. His work ethic, his knowledge is second to none. Uh, he's been there, he's done it, coach Wales, coach the Lions, head coach of Wales uh, when Gats has, has been on Lions duty. So his experience is second to none and um, his detail is incredible. So he'll only be a massive plus for us and uh, it's a privilege to have him back. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Plenty more about the Wales build-up next week, but Wales under-20s are also in action next weekend. Coach Richard Whiffin spoke to Graham Gillespie. Richard, you've picked your first uh, squad for the Six Nations campaign. How excited are you? Yeah, it's good that it's you know it's finally here, a couple of weeks away, and it'll be great today to get the full squad in. Obviously, we had a few guys away with the, the regions and, and the exiles, so it's been a tough process. We was up quite late on the Friday night after our game, but we're pleased with the squad that we've picked. We've got some good strength, strength and depth, and looking forward to it. So you played a couple of warm-up games against Abrova and then Swansea University. Uh, watching the boys play, obviously it's your first campaign. Was your decision made easy or harder selection-wise after seeing those two games? Oh, it was a lot harder. You know, a lot of boys put their hands up um, and really challenged us coaches around our selection. I thought the Abrava game was great in terms of it was an opportunity for a few younger guys to step up and play their first senior matches. And then the Swansea Uni game um, was a little bit more open, quicker paced and an opportunity to test us with our ball movement. So we got what we wanted out of the, the warm-up games and like I say, we picked the squad off the back of those two. You know as well as anyone that you know, under-20s, you always have players come and go, but this time you've got about 12 players coming back. That's going to be great for the, the core group, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. They know what the environment's like, they know uh, the intensity and, and how much is going to ramp up and they can help those younger guys go through with that and, and, and also we can lean on those guys in, in terms of a leadership role. Speaking of leadership, Harry Ackerman, captain, along with the likes of Morgan Morse, uh, Lucas Dallara, have all had you know, game time with their regions this season. Yeah, well, that, you know, that's going to be fantastic. You know, they're going to come in and raise the standards and bring the level of training up, but also understanding the level of detail that needs to be done off the field and, and their level of professionalism that they're showing week in, week out of the regions. And they can bring that into the 20s environment, challenge the rest of the group to attain the levels that they're showing. You've named a large squad. How would you describe that squad that you've selected? We've named a large squad intentionally so that we, we still keep an eye and we can track players through, uh, obviously, until the World Cup. And we think that we've got good strength and depth in a number of key roles. And guys, like I say, have, have forced our hand by playing well in the, in the warm-up matches and training well. And we want to keep them uh, involved and keep track on them through the tournament. First game against Scotland, how important is it to come away with a win? Well, you know, it's uh, important we get off to a good start and we, we show uh, the things we've been working on in, in training. Obviously, ultimately, we all want to win and that will be uh, massively important up in North Wales. But ideally for us, we want to see the game that, that we've been training. We want to put that on the field and that will give us the best chance to get the win. And obviously, you're looking for the North Wales fans to come out and support the boys. Yeah, it'll be you know, a great opportunity. Obviously, it's the one chance this year for us to go up there. So um, we hope to see uh, a lot of people... Plenty more build-up to all next week's action in the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Until then, goodbye.